words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? One of the most popular programs on television. It allows people, famous people, to trace through their family history and find out something about their roots, their heritage, their origins. It can be a moving and a humbling experience and tears have been shed as the sufferings or courage or resilience of great-great-great-grandparents back in time are revealed. And it's shown that they lived through tough times or dealt with devastating experiences or had the most humble of origins. Origins are important. For a small fee, children in Scotland who've been adopted can go to Register House in Edinburgh to find their original birth certificate and discover the names of their birth parents. Start the process of tracing their background history, perhaps even tracking down a birth mother or father. Some choose to do that, some choose not to, but the option is there. We certainly don't start from scratch, any of us. My daughter nailed that one when she gave me a china mug to bring to Geneva, and on the mug is inscribed the telling slogan, You can take the boy out of Glasgow, but you can't take Glasgow out of the boy. I confess to having a a strange love affair with that city. By no means is it my favourite place. Yet every visit there is redolent with memories. The city centre where I used to go and meet my birth father every second Saturday... Not long before I came over to Geneva, I took a sentimental journey round the part of Glasgow where I grew up. It seemed sad and small, and the streets much narrower than I remembered, and the distances less. How on earth did it take me so long to walk to school and back every day? It seemed now like no distance at all. I even went back to the little Brethren Hall where my Sunday school had been, that had been so significant in my life. Only a handful of people worship there now, just a couple of whom remembered me as a wee boy. To be honest, I'm not sure how happy they were to discover that I was now a Church of Scotland minister. Since back in the day, there had been some discussion in that little assembly hall as to whether or not there might be the odd Christian in the Church of Scotland, but not many. And now here was one of their own, a minister in that dubious organisation. Decline and fall, indeed. The slippery slope, indeed. But it was precious to touch base with beginnings and in a small way to honour that past and the people in it. I acknowledge with gratitude those spiritual roots. As we read this morning, the people of the Bible loved the past, held it close to their heart, 
the places and the people that had shaped their destiny and forged their nationhood. They had written accounts of the story that were read and rejoiced over. They had rituals that revisited crucial moments and turning points in their past and reminded them of the the giants of history whose contribution must never be forgotten. The fathers of the faith, the prophets and the priests who had engraved their wisdom, their truth and their vision into the very heart of the people. And these must not be allowed to drift into the collective forgetfulness of the nation's story. For without them there would be no nation and there would be no story. So each year they would celebrate the festival of the Passover, recapturing that deliverance from slavery, complete with a symbolic meal and their loins girt up as for a hurried escape. Don't forget who you are. When these kinds of ritual are written into your folklore, you can't forget. They're written with indelible clarity. As we read at the Harvest Thanksgiving Festival, another chance to rehearse that remarkable story. A wandering Aramean was my father. who took his family to Egypt to live. They were few in number when they went there, but they became a large and powerful nation. The Egyptians treated us harshly and forced us to work as slaves. Then we cried out to the Lord, the God of our ancestors. He heard us, saw our suffering and hardship, and by his great power he rescued us from Egypt. He worked miracles. He brought us here to this rich and fertile land. So now I bring to the Lord the first part of the harvest he has given me. All rooting their story now in what happened then. And then there was and is the Sabbath meal, shared by families, binding them together in a unity of identity, linking them in continuity with the common past they shared. Who do you think you are? We know who we are sitting at this table. We know who we are. While, of course, very much trying to be folk who live a a relevant and contemporary faith in our 21st century whirlwind world, we also need to remember who we are. We never want to disrespect the church's debt to the past. And certainly we are happy to go back to our shared roots in Judaism and acknowledge our connections with Abraham, the father of the faith. The church family is in that context. We affirm the catalogue of faith we read in Hebrews 11. We study that scrapbook and we learn from it. We allow these ancient examples of men and women of faith to inspire us because they are our people too. We place at the core of our reflective life of faith powerful symbolisms of remembrance in the Lord's Supper, of the essence of connection, taking us right back to the very beating heart of our faith. In our liturgy, in our thinking, we recognise the debt we owe to those who established the ancient creeds of the church, hammered out over the centuries, Council of Trent, Council of Nicaea, part of us as we are part of it. 
We believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. The long and vibrant history of the church makes interesting reading. The recollection of faithful believers huddled in the catacombs under the ancient city of Rome, that serves to keep us humble. The desert fathers of Cappadocia making us remember what prayer can be and what resilience and tenacity really mean. Saints and reformers in all their place in history. Missionaries from Gladys Aylward to David Livingston, from Mary Slessor to Dr. Graham of Kalampong. Go to India, go up into the hillsides and you'll find the graves of missionaries who went out there to serve their Lord and they were determined to stay as long as it took there until they died if need be to serve the gospel. The truth is they're mostly forgotten by us yet they are honoured, deeply honoured by the people they served and ministered to with such faithfulness. Or we go back to the persecuted church in Nazi Germany or in communist China or in the Soviet Union over many places across the world. They are not separate from us. And here, of course, in Geneva, steeped in history, tales of brave refugees who fled religious persecution, John Knox and his Scottish Presbyterianism that spread across the world, all happening right here right here where we are today on the shoulders of courageous and committed men and women origins are important it's creative to recall them for they inspire and challenge and serve as a constant reminder to us of the faithfulness of God through the generations the precious thread that runs through all the the lifeblood that courses through the veins of the church Spirit of Christ sustaining its witness in all ages in face of real struggle against all odds. All of this history is in our DNA. Who do you think you are? This is who we are. This is who we are proud and happy to be part of this story as it is part of us. It explains who we are, explains why we're here following Christ and living in his family. And we must write our chapter. We must write our chapter. Communion brings it right up to the door of our heart. For God's people, our people, back through the centuries, have been here taking bread and wine from the very start. Right up until now, what we do here is of the essence It's all about who we think we are. So today as we take bread and wine, let's let's go back there in our mind, in our heart, and recall their story, and recall the love for Jesus Christ our Lord that underpinned everything they sought to do, those Christians, and made them the people they were. And as we break bread in solidarity with them, We seek Christ's presence as we serve him here and now. Glad that we we are his church. And he is our Lord. We know who we are.
the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.